Getting the smile and confidence you've been dreaming about all from the comfort of your home isn't a total mystery with Bite Clear Aligners. Just don't be surprised if all your friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Bite Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Man, that sunset is gorgeous. Grill, patio, sunset. Hard to get better than that. Unless you're browsing Carvana's inventory while you soak it all in. Oh, burger time. So sit back, get comfortable. Carvana's got thousands of cars under $20,000 just waiting for you. I could stay here forever. Carvana, where car buying meets comfort meets convenience. Download the app or visit Carvana.com today. Proud members of the Podbelly Network. What's your favorite scary movie? Oh, come on, you know I don't watch that shit. Why not? Too scared. No, no, it's just what's the point? They're all the same. Some stupid killer stalking some big-breasted girl who can't act who's always running up the stairs when she should be going out the front door. It's insulting. Hi! Happy birthday! We're recording on Kim's actual real birthday today. My day of birth. It's also Krampus nooked. Is that how you say it? Krampus nooked. No, I think that's exact. Krampus nooked. Honestly, like I think that that was perfect. (laughs) It's Krampus day. Night. Oh. Night. Night in German is Nacht. Krampus nacht. Yeah, something like that. Yeah. Uh, I don't know what it means that I was born the day of Krampus. Uh, Uh, It means don't fuck with you. (laughs) Yeah, except that I'm a demon. Yeah, I think that that's pretty clear what that means. Happy birthday. Thank Um, you. Gina holds out. Tits up. Ooh. Yum. Thank you, Screwball, for our sponsorship. Um, I'm just manifesting we that. Love just putting it out there. We love your peanut butter whiskey. Yep. And we're so excited that you're our sponsor of yeah. our podcast. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. We can't wait to get that that check from you. <laughs> Screwball whiskey. <laughs> peanut butter whiskey. Won't this taste so good? We should do like another. Oh, well, we're recording another episode after this with that cake. It's like, yes. a, it's like a chocolatey chocolate cake with mm. peanut butter whiskey. Get out of here. Ketrin gave me a cake. She sang mm-hmm. to me with candles and she gave me some amazing little presents. I did. Love. And I tried to film her opening those presents <laughs> and instead just took a series of a dozen pictures because I'm 98 years old. <laughs> this, is, uh, this is why I don't trust her to take a picture of me. Nope. Or a video. Nor I'm just like, you. uh, Ketrin. <laughs> Just get it mostly me and less of the wall. <laughs> Why it's so much of the wall? I'm like, can't you just crop it? It was, it's I'm a video. Oh, <laughs> not the way I do it. <laughs> it's like my face down to my chin and then all wall. <laughs> I'm just meant to be in front of the camera. What can I say? <laughs> I, that's true. Yeah. Um, thank you so much for my presence. You're welcome. And thank you to all the Sammies that reached out and said happy birthday. Yeah. Oh, it's been so great. 
This is my most exciting year of my life. I'm very happy and excited. I love that. I think I'm the most happy I've ever been. I, I, um, this podcast has really turned what could have been a very difficult purgatory-esque year into something that actually had some momentum and joy in it. And, uh, fuck yeah. Like, I, I was doing a, you know, an inventory of my feelings, Mm -hmm. uh, going into the new year and I'm actually excited for the new year, which was, has not happened in the last two years. Yeah. So I think that might have something to do with you, Burns. Ah. Hmm. Maybe. Thanks. Um, you also are about to move into your new apartment. <sighs> Getting a new apartment. Which is really exciting for Eric and I because it's closer. Because <laughs> I'm moving closer to Kedrin. <laughs> I'm moving out of the west side. I'm so excited. I'm getting my own place. No more roommates forever. Unless we're having sex. <laughs> Please don't have sex with your roommates. Wait, we need to re- we need to reconfigure this. Unless it is the person that you are having sex with. Yes. As opposed to roommates right. that you're no, having yeah, sex that's with. probably you a bad idea. Yes, yeah, yes, yeah, yeah. yes, yes. Just want to clarify. Universe, we just wanted to just clarify. clarify. Yes. Yeah. No, I just want my person. I will live with them. But um yeah, I'm getting a one bedroom and I love my place so much. I already started moving things in and I'm it's so excited. It's so exciting for mostly me. <laughs> <laughs> I literally just like drove here today with like the biggest smile on my face and just like really happy music. And I was just like, <sighs> I'm really happy. I love my life so much. <laughs> um, yeah, that's great. I um, I don't know. Do we have anything else to talk about oh uh i wanted oh fuck what was it called um uh, have you watched uh on netflix i think it's called haunters the art of the scare no you have to fucking watch it i've literally never even heard of it it's um a documentary okay i'm gonna make sure it's haunters i know it's the art of the scare um and it's someone that i met at like one of the horror events he like directs and produces it um haunters the art of the scare oh yeah john snitzer and netflix why were you not suggesting this to me like what like, the fuck it's to the point where i desperately need to talk to you about it so uh, like it's assigned watching great i Actually, will get on it everyone it's assigned watching okay we're gonna come back two weeks from now yes and we're gonna discuss great. so everyone has two weeks go to netflix check out haunters the art of the scare it's a documentary I must discuss it with people. Do you see this? I just wrote it down yes. for my homework. Good. I'm going to do it. It's an assigned watch for everyone. Should Eric watch it too? Oh, yeah. yeah no, you guys got to watch it together. Okay. I, there's just a person in it that we need to discuss. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. I can't wait. And uh, I don't so want to like ruin things, but okay. I'm just like, it's bonkers. This is great because it's going <sighs> to be like two weeks for you guys oh no wait it's gonna be two weeks for all it's of us it's gonna be two weeks for all of us because i won't get to talk to you about it until two weeks from now when yeah. we record again so it's everyone two weeks has for two all weeks. of us um great i can't wait so um yeah that's your homework everyone that's all i have for you <laughs> wonderful uh i don't think i have anything other than like personal things that nobody will care about other than me. so <laughs> Um, yeah, I'm just consumed by moving at the moment. Um, oh, no, here's one thing that I will share because maybe it's helpful to other people. Uh, Eric and I have sort of like graduated 
to this new part of our couples therapy that's like really exciting Oh, where we have been in couples therapy for years just because we like to, we call it relationship gym, like just, you know, um, got to work it out. Just got to work it out. Um, It's not like we're having like a specific problem that we're there for. Um, But just recently our therapist was like, Hey, like you guys seem to be in like a really good place. You guys have made a lot of like, you know, steps in terms of like how you communicate and you're doing a really great job. Like just so you know, I'd be comfortable with you guys being like a floater status, which is where like you only go once a month. Yeah. Um, And I was just like, oh my God, like I feel like I need a little graduation cap. Yes, that's great. Congrats. Uh, Yeah. We just, we've been working like really hard at like trying to be each other's like teammates actively and not be in a relationship passively and I that's awesome yeah and proud so of you guys I was really fucking proud of us too so for any couples out there that like you know don't be ashamed to like go and have a mediator help you communicate like there's nothing wrong with that and like it has made Eric and my relationship Totally. So much better. We're all just like raised different ways. So it's just like. Exactly. And we just have different ways of talking to each Mm -hmm. other and like obviously go if you're having a problem, you know, but also you could just go Mm -hmm. and it's great. Like we have a weekly check in and, you know, some sessions are easier or harder than others. Yeah. (laughs) But it's like we always know like, okay, like we can deal with this with a mediator in seven days or less. Yeah. And, you know, come out of it feeling better about the situation. And I just, yeah. So, I love that. Good job. Yeah. Happy graduation to me. And Eric. <laughs> I actually, so because I'm moving, if you guys follow me on Instagram, you'll see the hoardness that I'm going through. <laughs> oh. I, have a, I have a lot of hoarding. Uh, I've graduated from hoarding. I'm going to say she, I, you guys I'm ready to let things go. <laughs> legitimately graduated from hoarding. This is, this is her hoarding principle that is like, ready to hand her a hoarding diploma it was insane some of the stuff I had yes but like and some of the stuff so my mom sent me stuff and that was like things from legit childhood from like grade school drawings and stuff like that so much and then I have stuff that has moved across the country with me and then to five different apartments over like 10 to 12 years and it's just garbage it's just garbage <laughs> yeah I was like why do I still have it why is this yeah. in a box right now yeah. this is garbage yeah so yeah I'm like recycling so much and then donating so much and I'm just it feels really good but what I'm gonna say is that I found um which actually I like keep it hanging out like I like to keep this around just to see it but like um my therapist like my old therapist like when I graduated she wrote me like the longest nicest note that was just like so empowering and so special and I, I just that. like that is definitely something you should love keep. it that is great oh fuck yeah yeah like it's just like really empowering and just beautiful um so, I'm yeah. also I, I mean your speaking, feels it feels speak- good to graduate therapy <laughs> totally and speaking of graduation just so everyone is clear Kim calling some of this shit garbage is indicative of how far she has come because when we first started de-hoarding her place <laughs> I was the one who genuinely had to say, explain to me why this isn't trash. Tell me how this isn't 
a box of trash <laughs> under then, your bed. Yeah, there was even things like that whole box that you had to come over years ago. Not even that many years ago. Maybe no, two. Like two. Yeah. Yeah. Like I know I was a big hoarder back in the day. Yeah. It, what's funny, actually, like in the card that my therapist wrote me, she's like, "You're not that person that puts a blanket over everything anymore." Like <gasps> oh, she like knows not. what I do. You don't. Um, there's not a blanket in sight no. around you. And um, I think this all has to go together. Is that I'm just like taking the blankets off and throwing shit away. I fucking um, love it. But yeah, you like get ready to come over to like help me organize my trash. I just like to keep memories. She have a did. real thing with keeping like just every like stub from every ticket I've ever had to anything we've ever gone to. Mm-hmm. But then like half the time I look back and I'm like, I don't really remember this or what it was. So like that whole box, basically, I like threw it away. Kim. Oh, my God. I'm so I'm so proud of you. And like every card that anyone has ever given me, I just keep. But I'm just like, I don't need to. I don't need this. (laughs) Especially in the time of like, just for any hoarders out there, in the time of digitizing, um, you can take pictures of shit. I did take a picture of a bunch of things. And I kept like a couple things. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like I would like go through and be like, all right, I'm going to keep like one of this thing, you know. Yeah. Like special cards from my mom or like things for my grandma right exactly but like yeah <laughs> I, did I ever tell you like I think I sent it to you I made like a like a a dehoarding checklist for my mom no that was like steps to like assessing something right and um I like color-coded it and all this stuff and like had like little mantras for like each step where right. it was like because so much of it is obviously what you're talking about, like sentimentality. So you're right. like, I feel like I'm, thr- especially after my grandmother died, right. my mom was like, subconsciously, if I throw this thing away that was my grandmother's, right. I'm throwing her, her away. away. Yeah. Um, maybe I'll share it on our, I'll see if I can find it. Like I took a picture of yeah. it. I did listen to Marie Kondo's book and I have to say that shit helped me. Yes. And I realized when I listened to Marie Kondo. I was like, I was like, oh, this is this was like already stuff that I was like, oh, good. kind of yeah, doing, perfect. which made me feel, um, really good because I feel like I weirdly I am surrounded by people who have hoarding oh, tendencies. Yeah. <laughs> like you and true. Eric are hoardy. My mom is hoardy. Yeah. Uh, as someone who's coming out the other end, I would say step one is. Hashtag therapy. <laughs> I mean, it's li- that's literally, the ultimate step one. Literally, hashtag therapy is the first step of like birth. Like, just yes. hashtag. You're in this therapy. world now, so <laughs> hope you're saving up for therapy. Like, I can't. Yeah. So maybe I'll I'll see if I can find that and I'll share it in case there's any Sammies out there who are like, I don't, I don't get it, and it's just like two pages. Like, so it's not a book you know if that's too much and then definitely I recommend Marie Kondo for shizzle yeah um but yeah Burns you're just like this fucking okay do you know who you are (laughs) all right in Buffy the Vampire Slayer Sarah Michelle Gellar Allison Hannigan uh Willow played by Allison Hannigan goes through like a lot of stuff becoming a witch Mm -hmm. the final season the final episode she has to like invoke all of her power, which previously frightened her because she got drunk with power in season six and actually mm-hmm. became the big bad of season six. So it was like really scary for her to be like the nuclear secret weapon of season seven. But she had done so much work on herself. Ah, 
I'm tearing up. She had done so much work on herself that when she like invoked this, like the most powerful spell that she'd ever had to do. And she was so scared. She became this like being of white light to the point where like her hair literally turned white Mm -hmm. and the power that she was invoking rather than like draining her, like turned her into this ascended being and I feel like that's you. Thanks, Ketters. You're welcome. <laughs> now we have to watch that episode after we record because it's okay. the best. Okay, so now that we've done Yay. all this. <laughs> now that we've just shared our love for each other yeah. and ourselves. Yeah. Uh, it's December. Let's talk about a movie. Let's talk about a movie. So here we go. So uh, this it was the runner up. Or no, this was one of the two. I think it was like a tie at one point. Uh, for those of you that joined... Patreon Patreon. by December 1st or we're already a Patreon member you could vote in this poll for what our holiday lineup was going to be this is the first in our holiday lineup yeah this is the one that I think this was the winner but we just got to pick who did what exactly so So the winner was Silent Night Deadly Night yay I'm excited it was bananas and so great and there are also like 40 hundred ninety sequels to it by the by uh, and they they really set up the sequel at the end of this. I mean, they are like, hey, we're coming back coming at you. for more. Um, so this is Silent Night, Deadly Night, Dead or Alive. Mom. Dead. Dad. Dead. Billy. Mm, dead. Ricky. Dead. Mom Soup, that was my abbreviation for Mother Superior. (laughs) (laughs) Mom Soup is alive. Uh, Nice Nun. Dead. Mr. Sims. Dead. Uh, Mr. Sims' assistant. Dead. Cute Girl. Alive. And... Stockroom manager Andy. Dead. Okay. Uh, the only one that I... M- Ricky, you can just change your it. Ricky, is he dead or alive? Alive. Okay. Did I get it right or wrong? I don't know. I'll never know. <laughs> okay, here we go. Christmas Eve, 1971. There is a family driving down the road. And they are listening to the radio and it's mom and dad in the front, a little boy in the back, probably seven to 10 years old and a baby in mom's lap because it was 1971 (laughs) before car seats. It was like a crazy shot to me because I didn't ever realize that there was a time before car seats. But like seeing an infant just in the lap of the mom, I was like, what the fuck is happening? Um, so the little boy in the back seat is like, mom, what time is it? And she's like, you know, it's this time we're almost to grandpa's. So they're driving to grandpa's. And this is like the cutest kid I've ever seen. Mm. Like, I don't really have a biological clock. I've learned. I've always been waiting for it to start ticking and it just doesn't. Uh, (laughs) but this little kid, I was like, Ooh, is that a, is that a, Ticky talk that I saw? Little little, little ticky talk? Nope, it wasn't, but he's very cute. <laughs> I'll be his aunt. Uh, so 
she's uh he starts asking about uh bedtime and santa and she's like you know santa doesn't come until after everybody has gone to bed and so now the little kid is like worried about getting back from grandpa's before his bedtime right. because like he doesn't want to like confuse santa it was super cute so the car is driving and they are pulling into what we see is the Utah mental facility. Uh-oh. They go in and the doctor says to the dad, you know, I brought your father to the rec room. And it's just like an old man sitting in a chair, staring straight forward, totally vegetative. Mm-mm. And the dad, meaning like the son of the old man, mm-hmm. kneels down and he's like, it's me, dad, Jimmy. Mm-hmm. And Billy, who's the little boy, is like, why doesn't grandpa say anything? And his dad is like, he can't, he can't hear us. And Billy is like, so then why did we come? (laughs) Valid question, Valid question, Billy. So then the doctor says to the mom and dad, like, I have your father's records if you would like to, like, see what's up. So they leave Billy with vegetative grandpa. And Billy looks a little like nervous, mm-hmm. you know, and mom's like, don't worry, grandpa won't hurt you. And I'm like, why yeah. are we leading with that? <laughs> like, what? Why, why are we planting this fucking seed? <laughs> so the mom and dad go with the doctor and then Billy is left with grandpa and grandpa turns and looks at Billy. Mm-hmm. Billy then yells for mom and dad to be like, there's some res- the res- the vegetable moved <laughs> and gramps grabs him mm. real quick and shushes him Ooh, and he starts talking Speaking. to him yep <gasps> yeah Ooh. and he's a Faker. real he's a real creepy grandpa like yeah. real creepy because he's kind of talking like this and i'm like what this is this is wildly unvegetative this is this is purposeful and creepy. And so he's like, you're scared, aren't you? Christmas Eve what? is the scariest night what? of the year. And I'm like, why? Why? So he says, you know who Santa is, don't you? I think so. And Billy's like, he brings presents. <laughs> and then Grandpa says, only to the ones who haven't been naughty. To the bad ones, he punishes them. Which I'm like, I think you're mixing up Krampus with Santa, for sure. And then he's like, have you been good? And Billy, like, shakes his head. Oh, Because he's like, I guess I've done some bad stuff. And so then Grandpa says, when you see Santa tonight, you better run for your life. What the fuck, Grandpa? What the literal (laughs) fuck, Grandpa? Go back to bed. Yeah. I wrote again, so cute, but I didn't. When I went back and read it, I was like, am I saying it's really cute that grandpa told him to run for his life? <laughs> I was so confused. I was like, no, it was like this, this child is. Oh, I want to watch him. Is adorable. Um, Like I might be pregnant now just from like how cute he was. Uh, don't worry, Sammy, so I'm not pregnant. Uh, So then grandpa starts like maniacally laughing mom and dad start to come back out and he stops what the fuck and that's when 
uh, the mom and dad are like, okay, Billy, we have to go now. And I'm like, okay, so you were there for 30 fucking seconds, just long enough for grandpa to be a creep. This could have all be done in a phone call. Like you did not have to drive there and almost miss Billy's bedtime. This was bullshit. <laughs> so, um, as he's leaving, Billy says to grandpa real quick, I'll be good from now on. I promise. Oh, baby. So now we're in the car nighttime. They're driving home. And mom's kind of like dozing a little bit. And Billy says, mommy, were you ever naughty when you were little? And she's like, "Mm, sometimes. Like just being cute. Mm -hmm. And then Billy says, did Santa punish you? And she's like, who gave you that idea? And he's like, grandpa. And she's like, says to her husband, she's like, could he have talked? Like, and they're both like kind of confused. Like, Mm -hmm. should we call the doctor and then billy keeps asking like more questions about santa like being like freaked out and mom kind of loses it a little bit she's like billy calm down grandpa's nothing but a crazy old fool (laughs) and billy's like you shouldn't say that it's naughty to say bad stuff about old people (laughs) so now we cut to a convenience store separate scene and a guy dressed as Santa comes into the convenience Uh store and the clerk is like oh even Santa needs whatever the fuck and just shooting the shit or whatever and then all of a sudden the Santa pulls out a gun fuck and holds up the clerk and the clerk we see him going for his gun like under the counter Uh and he's kind of like stalling a little bit like saying like wow you know like just being like even Santa is a dick or whatever he's saying and he like goes to pull the gun out Santa shoots him <gasps> and Santa. I know and the clerk like the Santa I know I know well get ready oh so no. now he, the clerk like falls back and I I had to write this he literally falls back and like his tongue is out like <laughs> like a dead meme like he's like <laughs> <laughs> it was so fucking ridiculous he's got like a bullet between his eyes and he's like (laughs) it was so funny um so then the santa leaves the convenience store and he's like only 31 bucks and i'm like santa you are a you just killed someone for 31 dollars so now we're back in the car with the family mom's asleep and they're listening to the radio and like christmas carols are playing and billy's asleep and mom sort of wakes up for a second and she's like what is that in the road and it's one of those areas of the road where there are no street lights and it's just sort mm-hmm. of like brush or cornfields or whatever um, on either side. So all that you can see is whatever is in the line of the headlights. Okay. So she's like, there's something in the road. And as they get closer, they realize that it's Santa with a broken down car. Santa? And they uh, they uh, see that it's him and he's kind of like waving his arms like in the road and like his hood is up and he's just kind of like, what's going on? OK, Uh-oh. so question one, Kim. What? What do you do? What do they do? I mean, I'm like, sorry, Santa. I'm going to keep driving. So you just speed past. Yeah. OK. But um, I could. Oh, we don't have cell phones, right? No, it's 1971. <laughs> 71, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, sorry, but like, no. And I 
think they probably stop and help Santa. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my God. Guys, I'm really struggling. (laughs) Today, tough time. I really am having a tough time with my mic stand and all kinds of things. I'm just getting bonked in the head and forgot the bell. Yeah, I forgot the the bell on our head. Really a tough day. So here we go. One ding. Yay! No, I'm sorry. Two dings. Woo! Uh, They stop. Uh, and this is one of those instances where I'm like, wow, you're a real dick, Kim, for not slowing down, but you're alive. So great. And that was the correct choice. <laughs> um, so sorry, Santa. I, t- I tried to like think of things where I was like, Kim's like a good person. So like there's a scenario where she would stop. So like how could she stop and like still stay alive? And I'm curious after you hear what happens, like if you think of something. I, I don't think there is. Okay. But you know what's funny though? I was like, I was kind of thinking, I forgot that it's like, oh, I would be like as the family. Yeah. Um, because I was like, oh, if I'm I was thinking of like me driving by myself and I was like a hundred percent not stopping. Right. Sorry, well, dude. yes, yeah. of course. So Billy sees that the car is slowing down to help Santa and he starts freaking out and he starts being like don't, don't stop. Don't pull Billy, over. What did you do this year? Right. And so Bro. He's, he's like freaking out. And so Who did you murder? Yeah. Jeez. And so they pull over and they ask what's wrong. And Santa comes up to the window and he's like, lousy luck, you know, just broke down. And then we see that he pulls out a gun. <gasps> Santa. And the dad sees it. And so he like slams on the gas but Santa like shoots him through <gasps> the window. Oh my God. And so he like swerves and the car like goes into a ditch. Oh my God. So then Santa comes up to the car and he pulls the dad out who's already like shot, but like shoots him in the head. And so it's just like his dad like <gasps> on the ground hanging out of the car. Billy then gets out of the car and starts just running. Oh, baby. The baby is obviously crying. And then Santa pulls. What's the mom doing? Okay. Then because Santa then pulls mom out of the car. Okay. And he like throws her on the ground. And this is where I'm like, this is a 19. Where's the baby at? (laughs) Like she kind of like it's still in the front seat. Like I guess (laughs) Santa allowed her to like place him. Placed it on the the glove compartment. Yes. (laughs) She put the baby in the glove compartment real quick. And he pulls her out. This is your new home baby. (laughs) You're a glove compartment baby now. Good luck. (laughs) Don't be naughty. (laughs) So Santa throws her on the ground and like immediately rips her shirt open ah, and it's like 70s yeah tits boobs all over 80s, the place whatever yeah today what when all is it days. all the days all the boobs <laughs> and she fucking, i don't know let me see santa's dick yeah where's your dick santa let's Give see me that dick. let's see some fucking rain dick oh it's <laughs> goodbye yeah i was trying to do like reindeer that was bad i'm sure there's another yourself. dick christmas pun in there i'll let you know when i think of it Dick the halls. <laughs> Dick the halls. That was great. Oh, was it? I wasn't sure. It could, that one could have gone either way. No, no, no. I mean, it's one that will like, we'll continue workshopping. Right, but like, yeah. it's the first one where we're like, hey, we're onto something. All right. Sweet. Certainly better than rain dick. Jingle balls. Jingle ball. 
You guys, Kim's on fire. <laughs> she it's is my birthday. On fire. Uh, okay, so he rips her shirt up. It's my birthday. Can I, can I move on? Can I? May I? May I continue? We have boobs to talk about. <laughs> Please. Okay. So he rips her shirt open. She slaps him. And. Yeah. slap. Curse slap. We get we are getting some fucking onomatopoeia foley sounds from Kim Burns over here today. Happy birthday to us, actually, because this is a gift. So he slaps her back, and then we <laughs> see him pull out a knife and put it to her throat. It then cuts to Billy watching this from like the shrubbery on the side of Billy. the road. What did then, you do, Billy? What did you do? You did something that is making you Santa punish or very buddy. naughty. So then Santa starts yelling for Billy in the brush. And Billy's hiding. The dad's dead. The baby is crying. The mom's boobs are out. <laughs> <laughs> and also she's dead. Oh, okay. Right. <laughs> but it's kind the of 70s. That so part. You, well, like the <laughs> emphasis of the camera work was very much on her breasts being okay. out rather than the ending of her life. Okay. I mean, you got to focus on the most important things. Exactly. Obviously. Her boobs over her life. Her obviously. boobs over her life. So cut to St. Mary's Home for Orphan Children. We like see the sign. 1974 Mm. so it's three years later okay nuns in the classroom so like this orphanage is like school as well and it's a bunch of nuns and the nun who's at the front of the classroom says okay billy it's your turn to share your drawing and billy's like okay like um here it is so he like goes to put it up on the board and one of the little girls is like (gasps) oh She's like, sister, look. The nun looks, grabs the the drawing, and sends him to Mother Superior. And we then are in Mother Superior's office, and we see her looking at the drawing. And it's a drawing of Stanta? Stanta stabbed, like, (laughs) a dozen times, like, knives coming out of him, and a beheaded reindeer. And valid. Yeah. I mean, good yes. for you, Billy. Yeah. And so mom soup is like, I don't think you're sorry. So go to your room forever. Like she's a real bitch. Like she's like, this is unacceptable, blah, blah, blah. Um, so sounds pretty spot on. Right. So Billy's like, okay. And like, you can tell that not only is he like, sorry, but there also might be a little bit of like a lack of understanding mm. of why he's in trouble Trouble. like he Mm -hmm, hasn't mm -hmm. something has not been processed clearly gotcha and then we learn that there was another nun in the in the office with mom soup and she's like I told you he has all of this like terrible stuff living inside of him you know and like he gets worse the every year like the closer we get to Christmas Mm -hmm. and mom soup is like you're dumb his memories just need to be like trained out of him. What? I'm going to deal what with is, it myself. What, what the fuck? Like basically she's just like, she's not hashtag therapy. She's Clearly. hashtag corporal punishment and like beating the. <laughs> will beat the memories out, out of you. Of you pretty much. With yeah. That. So the other nun is like, 
compassion though like because it's gonna come out Mm -hmm. some way we could like work on it so it doesn't come out sideways right and mom soup is like good day (laughs) so now we cut to kids playing outside of the building like in the snow and billy is looking out his window at all the kids playing nice nun comes up to his room and tells him to come outside and help them build a snowman and billy is like i can't and he's super reluctant because mom soup was like stay in your room forever but nice nun is like no you know i think you should come out like basically saying like i'm telling you it's okay therefore Mm -hmm. it's okay so he agrees nice nun leaves because he's like putting on his coat and his scarf so then he walks out by himself and he hears like moaning or grunting of some Mm -hmm. kind and so he starts walking down the hallway trying to like figure out what what the sound is And he goes looking for it and he finds a door behind which is where he can tell the sounds are coming from. So he looks through the keyhole and it's two naked people boning. And it's a very like sexy montage of up close skin and hands (laughs) on body parts. Lots of real close nipple shots. (laughs) And like hands on the female nipple. So if those of you are keeping track, Sammy's, we now have two sets of boobs we've seen. Great. In the first 10 minutes of the movie. Fantastic. And as we see like hand on boob, we see a flashback to mom boobs as Billy is watching. Okay. So now here comes, so he's looking through the keyhole. Here comes mom soup. Uh-uh. She pushes Billy out of the way and busts into the room. Uh-uh. And the two like lovebirds are like, Woo! and so she's like, you're going to pay. So she pulls the belt out of the dude's pants that are like sitting on the uh-huh. whatever and starts whipping them with a belt. Ker slap. Ker slap. Over and over and over again. Whip-sh. So now... Billy has like a really healthy understanding of sex. Obviously. Oh no. So we got super healthy understanding of Santa and what he represents. Right. Really great sense of family and who he is as a person. And then an extremely healthy, well-adjusted idea of what sex is. Fantastic. So he's looking great. Great. (laughs) So now we cut to Billy outside with the other kids like he clearly like ran you know ran outside while there was corporal punishment going on do we think that was a nun that was fucking see it's an orphanage so it could be it could have been like two orphans under the age of 18 but that look like oh you know what i'm saying right um because later in the movie you'll hear why I think that because okay. initially I was like I actually don't know like is that a priest and a nun because mm-hmm. they looked really young but like old enough to be fucking for sure uh so not sure okay so cut to billy outside with the kids billy walks over to another little kid and we realize this is brother brother ricky like who was baby at the time so he's in the orphanage too 
So mom soup is like, get over here. And another little kid who's like building a snowman with baby Ricky is like, your brother's a nutcase. So we we now see like Ricky has a loyalty to his brother for sure. Billy is like the weirdo. Right. Definitely. But also like doesn't appear to be a, a dick as of yet. He seems actually like a really sweet little boy. He's just fucked up. He's just fucked up. Just watch his parents get murdered. I don't know why though. Like why is he so weird? It was weird. So mom's that glove compartment baby's doing great. I know glove compartment baby is great. Um, Living his life. Yeah. I mean weirdly he like has to sleep in a glove compartment but you know. So mom soup asks Billy what he saw and if he knows what they were doing. And he says no. So Mom Soup says what they were doing was very naughty. And oh. they thought that they wouldn't be caught. But when we're naughty, we're always caught. And punishment is necessary and final and all that shit. I'm concerned. She tells him it was naughty to leave his room. So now listen to all these this messaging. Like the pedagogy naughty. This pedagogy of this orphanage is just not up to snuff with making sure a child does not turn out to be a murderer, honestly. <laughs> so the nice nun is now looking really guilty. And I'm like, you kinda should, bitch. Like you told like you know, you know what kind of lady mom soup is. Yeah. And you kind of set him up for failure, honestly. Mm. So she was just trying to help. So now we cut to Billy in his room getting whipped with a belt. Oh, no, Billy. Then Mom Soup tells him he has to go to bed and stay there forever. So it's like fucking bright light daylight outside. And he's like, guess I'm going to bed. So now I'll adopt you, Billy. uh, Let's wait a minute. (laughs) So now it's night nighttime at the orphanage and Billy is like tossing and turning he's having a bad dream and it looks like he's in the bottom bunk and Ricky's in the top bunk flashback to killer Santa night his dad's dead face waking up screaming mom's boobs (laughs) runs out of the room and mom soup grabs him cut to him tied to his bedpost by his wrist I'm sorry what yeah Corporal punishment in like, I've always been curious because you you were taught by nuns, correct? Yeah. I mean, obviously it wasn't in like the 70s and 80s. Yeah, we didn't have any of that. But like the people that are a couple generations older than us say that like nuns were fucking savage. Yeah. Like even Eric was taught by nuns and like they did this one thing that I thought was like super fucked up like they didn't like beat him or anything but like he had a really messy desk I don't know if you can imagine right <laughs> uh but like a really really messy desk which is like clearly this is a kid who's like scattered and like doesn't know how to organize and like that's what we would see but instead the nun picked up his entire desk walked it out to the hallway and dumped it out on the ground. And so when the bell rang, Eric is there like trying to pick up all of his stuff as like kids are walking by. So like shit like that, where I'm just like, is this what, and then other people I've heard where they're like, they would get slapped with rulers and shit. People talk about that a lot, like getting hit with a ruler, like on the hand, especially. Was that a thing? thing? Um, I mean, it might've been, but just not at my school, but we were like pretty progressive, I think just because of 
being in like Philly, we're like in a big city, you know, and yeah, stuff, I think yeah. as far as I can tell, because like we had alter girls. Oh, so that like only started that only started like when I was in sixth grade or something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, like I could have been an alter girl. I wasn't. But yeah. um, that's real progressive. That's great. So, yeah, like but I like I mean, obviously, I was a really good, like, student and, like, a good kid. So, like, yeah. it wouldn't have happened to me anyway. But you would have seen or known. I know, which is why I, like, can't. But it's, like, it might have just not made an impression yeah. if I saw it someone else. I really don't think so. Like, I don't recall that yeah. at all. I also think, like, we went to school in, like, a time where, like, it, it was pretty common knowledge. Like, you can't beat kids-ish. Mm. Uh, I don't know. Sammy's like transitioning tell, it, maybe. Yeah. Tell tell us <laughs> about that your, time. your nuns. Yeah, did anyone get hit by a nun? Yeah. Like we did have to do things where it'd be like we had to like measure our skirts a lot. Like we'd yes. have to go into the hallway and kneel on the ground. <laughs> and oh, our God. skirt was supposed to touch the ground. Oh god. Things like that. The symbol. Oh. Um that's but just... that's like the most I can remember of like yeah. something along those lines. Yeah. I just I mean, I won't go into it. Maybe we'll talk. Let's, you know what I would like to do? Let's mark this. I would like to have a couple conversations about like Catholic school in a postmortem of just like okay. Sammy's. If you want to like tell us about your like Catholic school horror experiences, horror experiences <laughs> because the, yours is the only time I've heard about like a quote unquote progressive mm-hmm. nun experience everyone else is like yeah and i was like taught the big bang theory by a nun right so like which we know people that were not yeah that are our same age like i was taught science yeah like, by a nun yeah that's i feel like you went to a dip tell yeah. it i want to hear about this so sammy's tell us about your nun experiences <laughs> or pre-experiences like Ooh. i well maybe not mm, i mean if you want to share if you want but we'll probably support. hashtag therapy for that one right yeah uh what am i talking about um i think a movie great okay there must be nuns involved yeah there must be nuns oh involved. he's getting beat yeah he's okay so or no he's tied up he's tied yeah okay what so the fuck he's is tied this to the bed uh and then nice nun is there too and feels so bad but like Mm. leaves him there uh the other kids were like watching like seeing what they were doing and then when mom soup turns around they like all scatter so like everyone's Mm -hmm. scared of mom soup but then i also there the nuns are in like bathrobes so i realized i had a belief that i don't think was true I thought nuns had like jammy wimples. (laughs) I'm sorry, what? Like I jammy wimples? Yeah, like their wimple that they have to wear. I just assumed that like they had like a like a pajama wimple that that also covered their hair. And like, is that called a wimple? I thought you were just making up a word. No, it's called a wimple. Yeah. I feel like we have this conversation every every episode. episode at this point, because now Ketrin you're making me says a word, and I'm like, "What is that word?" It I even involves things that I have I more things to phone. do Please with. Please look up Wimple. <laughs> it just sounds like made up words. I th- I literally thought you were just being like, "No, a pajama Wimple." No, and it's I was a like, word. "Interesting." I believe you. Like you're good at words no but you make me doubt myself so now i need to know what i'm talking about 
A cloth headdress covering the head, neck, and sides of the face, formerly worn by women and still worn by some nuns. Yep. Yeah. So oh. I, I just assumed. But like the full thing. Yeah. So I just assumed that like. No, they take their hair down sometimes. They take their hair down. Okay. They so, take their hair down. So they were just in like normal people like jammies, like old lady jammies. Um, so I like, I saw like mom soup's hair. Yeah. It was scandalous. Anyway. Wimples. Cut, wimples. Cut to Christmas morning. All the kids are opening gifts. And mom soup says to nice nun, I see nothing but greed. Where there should only be gratitude. And I'm like, bitch, you Mom bought these presents. Soup. Like, get over yourself. What? Yeah. So she asks, Mom Soup asks Billy if he's ready to behave. And he says he Kikata. is. And so he can go get his present. Ugh. I'm nervous because I'm like, did Mom Soup just give him like a bag of coal? Like, that's fucked but nothing happens he appears to go under the tree and have a present and opens it and is happy with the other kids so good yeah so (sighs) so now mom soup and nice mad at her oh you should be she's a stone cold bitch so mom soup and nice nun are talking and nice nun is like you know he'll get better after christmas he always does and mom soup is like You'll see that my methods will work. Will they? He will sit on Santa's lap and he will behave. Why the fuck do you need that? Why the fuck do you care? Like, why, why do you the need him fuck to sit on Santa's lap? Care? Like, it's just a it's just a power grab. Like, she just wants discipline ab- above all else, I guess. So cut to mom soup, dragging him in. To sit on Santa's Santa killed lap. his parents and yeah. he watched. Yes. So also, why why are we sitting on Santa's lap after you've already opened your Christmas presents? Yeah, that is weird. Like it's to show your gratitude. I guess. Like <laughs> I guess. Like we have two Santa sitting situations. One is to say give me this, and the other is to say thank you. Gratitude over greed. I guess. So no soup for you. No soup for you. So he's screaming. Oh, he's put on Santa's lap, and he punches Santa in the face. Oh my god. <laughs> and then runs out of the room. Poor thing. That's Poor traumatizing. Thing. Poor thing. So he runs up to his room and he's like crouching in the corner in like the fetal position. And he's just like, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to be naughty. Oh my god. It's my heart. heart. It's heartbreaking. My heart. And then all we heart. hear is someone say, William. And a freeze frame on his scared face. So. My little hearth is breaking. I know. (laughs) So now we cut to spring 1984. Ten years later. later. We're at a toy store. (sighs) And we hear nice nun saying, please, can you give him a job? We've been everywhere else in town. And the toy shop keeper is like, this isn't a job for children. Like, I need people to be, like, hauling boxes and shit, especially for, like, the ho- – like, this is a big deal. This is a lot of work. And she's like, I imagine it wouldn't be a job for a child. Billy, come, can you come in here? 
And then we get a slow pan up starting at the feet. And I'm like, glow up. (laughs) He's got some fucking rolled up short sleeves. So we got them biceps on display. And he's got some nice fitting jeans. And it's just, I mean. You can dick my halls. Yep. (laughs) And he's of age, we learn. So great. Uh, Good, 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 good. Fucking glow up. Uh, which makes I, this doesn't give anything away, but like I realized what was happening is like he now has turned 18. So like he's not in the ju- jurisdiction of the orphanage, but like right. nice nun is trying to be mm-hmm. like, let me get like, you a job. Him, yeah. But then when the nun comes in being like, I have an orphan who needs a job, right. they're like the toy maker. Right. So toy dude like sees him and is like, in that case, he starts on Monday. I could use those biceps. Yeah. Um, so then we have this montage of Billy helping customers and just being so good and helpful and really strong and lifting all these heavy boxes. And he's just helping all these people like grab stuff from the tallest shelf there is. And it's good so job, helpful. And then we have stockroom guy who offers him a Jameson and Billy is like, no, thanks. I got my milk. And I was like, red flag number one. (laughs) Uh, And the montage is like over this really, I feel like the movie must have had some deal with a very specific singer that's singing like these very sort of like (laughs) poppy slash country-ish 70s songs. And oh, so it's a song about like, it's always Christmas on the warm side of the door, something along those lines. <laughs> and so it's this like nice little montage of like, you're so helpful and you're the best and you're working in a toy store and oh my gosh, aren't you the cutest? And then they unfurl a Christmas banner. Okay. And at the very okay. end is Santa's face. Mm. And we see Billy's face get real nervous. Uh-oh. Cut to. You see Billy admiring a pretty girl who also, like, works on the sales floor of the toy store. And then the stockroom guy, like, so Billy's, like, admiring the cute girl, like, looking through the door of the stockroom, like just mm-hmm. kind of watching her help people. And then the stockroom guy comes up and is like, what the fuck are you looking at? And Billy turns to him and is like, you really shouldn't talk like that. And the stockroom guy is like, excuse me, Ann Landers. <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, what's wrong with you? Like, <laughs> guys if you don't know who ann landers is like i like barely know it's just barely yeah it. it's just it was like dear was, something no that's abby dear abby dear abby but like ann landers was like ann similar landers. i think <laughs> i don't know like i remember my like grandma talking about like ann landers it was like it was definitely like a column in a newspaper yeah for sure um teeny tiny <laughs> little sammies go google ann landers i guess so he's like, what's wrong with you? He's like, you've been fine like for a few months and now you've got this attitude and I just catch you like staring off into space and like not getting your work done. Mm-mm. But but Stockroom Andy's like being a dick about it. Like okay. it sounds like he has like legitimate complaints, but is being a douche about Real it. Bit. And yeah. and he really is like presented as like 
a douche meister for right. sure. So then Billy turns to him. He's like, I don't care about my fucking work. And I was oh, like, wowzers. Billy, I thought you didn't use language like that. You know, Landers would not approve. He was driven. He was driven to the precipice, I guess. Mm. So he storms out. And as he storms out, there's Santa. Mm. He's on a sleigh in the store saying Merry Christmas. As he sees Santa, we get a flashback to Santa with a knife looking Mm. for Billy in the bushes. Billy, then we're back in the store. Billy backs up and he like falls into like a ball display. Do you remember those things in toy stores where it was like a big cage of bouncy Um, balls? Yes. I fucking love those. Love. And I just wanted to like jump in them. Yeah. Didn't you? Uh, so we falls into the one, into I one feel of like those. I like I would just bounce a ball around like the whole time oh I was God. at the store. It was the best. Was and like you could kind of like, and be like, you could like gonna play it. with this while I'm here. Yeah. Cause like the cage was like made of like, like elastic. So you could like pull one out. Yeah. Oh, it was the best. So he knocks those over and the cute girl that he was looking at, like comes over and asks if he's okay and she's like real like really sweet to him mm-hmm. like she's like oh d- like I'll clean this up like don't you're don't worry about it this really feels similar to elf for me mm-hmm. it just feels like the same movie as elf you know what why don't you just sit tight and reassess <laughs> that in a, in a little bit okay so That's what i'm getting yeah so he walks off like all fucked up uh into the into the stock room and he has now a flashback to the people boning. So oh, it's like he's got two very separate detrimental flashbacks happening. Obviously the murder of his entire family. And then he's got this like he probably gets like a little penis feeling when she comes around. And his penis feeling is associated with watching these people do like whatever that guy was doing with his penis and then getting beat for it. Oh, God. Right? Like it's – and. Uh, Lord knows, like, the nuns aren't teaching him about, like, sexual health and masturbation no. and all that kind of stuff. So he's just like, what is his penis feeling? It makes me feel like I want to do that thing that I saw that guy doing with that girl. But I'm going to get beat with a belt about it. It's, I mean, guys. Yeah, was a- hashtag therapy. So flashback to people boning. It's a n- <laughs> I mean, I'm not going to lie. It was a nice little montage of hands and skin and butts and boobs like I and kissing like I wasn't not like I wasn't not into it. It was it was nice. So (laughs) then Santa Uh, knife uh. slices all the way down his side. And we realized that in the montage was not the people he saw boning. It was him and toy store toy store girl like he had replaced in his brain him having sexy times with toy store girl and in his mind santa comes in and slices him him. okay lots of stuff going on poor little so a lot to unpack a lot to unpack so billy wakes up screaming because we realized this is like a dream that he had been having and he in his own room, backs up into a corner and is just like, I want to be good. I want to be good. I want to be good. And I'm like, oh, my Lord. Oh, God. Now we cut to the toy store again. And uh, Mr. Sims' assistant, so Mr. Sims is the owner of the toy store. Uh, I learned later his name is Ira Sims. She's like his right-hand lady. 
and the work and she's like our Santa broke his leg so we need a Santa and Mr. Sims is like we'll call the temp agency and a uh, worker lady is like well the temp agency only has women what kind of sexist bullshit is that I couldn't even unpack how that was sexist but it felt sexist <laughs> Like, it just felt, I was like, uh, my fucking sexist porcupine needles are are prickling. (laughs) But I don't know why, but I know it's there. (laughs) And so, uh, you know, uh, his worker lady is like, we need a man. Cut to stockroom. Stockroom manager is in there with Billy. I feel like I see where this is going. Yeah. And he's giving Billy a talking to. Because he's like, that fucking disappearing act yesterday wasn't cool, asshole. Mr. Sims then comes in and is like, Billy, we need your help. Cut to Billy and Amir with a Santa suit on. Oh, no. (sighs) Oh, no. Mr. Sims and his assistant are like, you look great. Try not to scare the kids. (laughs) I'm like, Again, why are we planting seeds that don't need to be there? We don't need to plant these seeds. So cut to Billy as Santa sitting in his Santa throne with a little girl on his lap. And she will not stop squirming, like trying to get away from him. And we just hear him whispering to her so that like the parents can't hear. Stop it. Just stop it. Just be still. You're being naughty. And if you don't stop being naughty, I will have to punish you. And as she says that, she immediately sits very fucking still. So now we've created another child with a fucking Santa (laughs) complex. Uh, Super terrified and still. And he like hands her a candy cane and she just like slowly gets off his lap and walks back to her mom holding a candy cane with a scared face. And the moms that are standing on in line are like, wow, he sure knows how to handle kids. <laughs> and I was like, oh, God, the 70s and 80s. So now we cut to the stock room and the stock manager picks up the phone. And he's like, oh, Billy? Billy's not here. He's uh, playing Santa. We then see the other person on the line is nice nun calling to see how Billy's doing. And she hangs up the phone and she's like, fuck, this is not good. Yeah, think? Yeah. So now Nice Nun is like, this is going to be triggering. Cut to Mr. Sims locking the door from the inside. And he's like, it's seven o'clock. It's over. Time to get shit faced. Because it's like clearly Mm -hmm. Christmas Eve. Yeah. And all the employees are still there and they're going to have like a little office party. Uh, Side note, lamest office party I've ever seen in my life. It's like four people and they're just standing around. Uh, And the cute girl says to Billy, she's like, Santa, come join the party. And Mr. Sims gives Billy Santa a drink of Jameson and Billy clearly doesn't drink, has never had a drink. And Mr. Sims just says, stick with me, kid. By the end of this party, you'll think you are Santa. Foreshadowing. That is what we call foreshadowing. So 
Now we cut to the lamest holiday party ever. Just four people. There's no music even. They're creating their own music and they're singing carols just together. Okay. Yep. So then we see God rest ye merry gentlemen. Nothing you dismay. But like drunk. You know, yeah, yes. gentlemen, Rudolph wow. the Red Nose <laughs> Did you listen back to our um, last episode, the one where we sing the uh, what the review? What? <laughs> what is happening? Is it the last episode? No, we sang the reviews. Oh, no, that was before that. I it sounded exactly it like it didn't Bells. sound anything like Jingle Bells. <laughs> sounded. Exactly you never like cha- you know what happened is you never changed um notes because it isn't if you play it on the piano it's jingle bells jingle bell it doesn't change notes i will have i will have eric play jingle bells for you when we get home sammy's we will film it okay do not let me forget we will film it god damn it scratch traveler scratch traveler <laughs> i can't wait I cannot wait to film you being wrong. Hopefully I figure out how to use my camera and don't it just take a series of pictures have, like, of it. Bells. I think I like tried it on my own later and I was like, even if you don't change notes, there's still a different way. Okay. Square traveler, square traveler, square traveler. But you just went square traveler, square traveler, square traveler. That's what you did. I sounded great. So that's okay. what they were doing at their party. Yep. That's what they were doing. <laughs> so then we see so they're all having a lame party and then we see cute girl go off with stockroom Andy <gasps> oh no and Billy sees this and then he kind of like walks over and just sees them like making out in one of the aisles of toys oh no Sims comes up Mr. Sims comes up to Billy Santa wasted and he's like what should you do Santa <laughs> And <laughs> and Billy's like, just thinking about my parents. Oh, God. And Mr. Sims is like, that's what you should be thinking about. You should be thinking about parents and presents. And then he's like, oh, I'm such an idiot. Your parents are dead. It's probably not good to think about those parents. Your drug characters are my favorite <laughs> characters that exist. Oh, thank you. <laughs> so... <laughs> Hey, look, it's a dog. <laughs> I mean, favorite. I've had a lot of practice. So, <laughs> um, so Sims is, Mr. Sims is like, like sort of remembers that they're dead. And he's like, hey, Santa, you better go start Chris's job. <laughs> you gotta deliver all those presents to those kids. Go get them, Santa. And he walks away. Cut to stockroom manager, Andy. Uh, bringing the cute girl into the stock room. And cute girl is like, if you have a present for me, why didn't you just bring it out with everyone else? And he says, this is a present not everyone can see. Because oh, it's in my pants. It's in my pants. It's a Christmas penis. So he's like, it's right back there. You're going to love it. And I'm like, that's nah, presumptuous. You know, maybe. Anyway. Billy is watching this whole thing. Uh, cut back to Sims and his assistant uh, singing silly carols 
about uh, Santa and naughty girls and boys and Santa watching. Like, it was a carol that I've heard before, but, like, I couldn't tell you what it is. But it's definitely more focusing on, like, Santa is watching you (laughs) and be good about it. That was definitely, like, the focus of this carol. clearly the moral of this movie. Yeah. So, blah, blah, blah. They're very, very drunk. And they don't notice Billy Santa, like, going back into the stock room. So in the stock room, we hear cute girl is telling stockroom Andy to stop mm. and he won't. Mm. And Billy is kind of like looking around some boxes and he sees Andy rip open her sweater. <gasps> this is if you're keeping count, Sandy, Sammy's, this is the th- third pair of boobs we've seen. Zero pairs of ball dicks. Zero pairs of ball dicks. So she slaps him. So now we have shirt ripped open, slap, which is an exact replica of what he saw happen to his mom. Right. And then Andy goes, you goddamn little bitch. Fuck you, motherfucker. This was like a full-blown rape scene. Like, it was very upsetting and i think i hope santa kills you yeah side note i think one of the most upsetting things about like how rape scenes were done back in the day it was very like the women didn't really fight back in a Mm -hmm. way that was realistic it was more like chest pounding right and i'm like can we like film some bitches like fighting right you know anyway so you goddamn little bitch andy pushes her down Billy is now having a full fucking flashback as this is happening. Mm. And we now actually are watching Santa slit mom's throat. Previously, the flashback had been from the perspective of Billy watching Santa slit her throat. Now we're slitting mom's throat like as Santa in the flashback. Mm -hmm. And watching the whole thing as this rape is happening, Billy's face suddenly changes it's no longer like a scared face. It's something else on his face. Mm-hmm. He starts slowly walking over to them and then yells, Naughty! And he pulls Andy off of him, wraps Christmas lights around his neck, and lifts him with one hand by his Christmas light noose. Okay. And it's just standing there and kills him. And I was just like, Are you Hulk? Super strength. (laughs) What is happening? I mean, I guess they did set up his like super glow up biceps, but he's literally just holding him with one hand and up in the air. That's one way to kill someone, you know. So now I'm going to do it. I got you, girl. Look at this gun show over here. (laughs) Fucking gun. You guys, you don't (laughs) even know the gun show I'm looking at right now. So now he's now Stockroom Mandy is dead. Good riddance. Yeah. Honestly. I'm okay with it. My question to you is, Kim oh, Burns. Yes. What does cute girl do and what do you do? Uh well, that's a tough one. I think um okay. Here's the thing. I did not want to be around Stockroom Andy anymore. No. And I'm cool with him dying, but I don't know that I want to be around like murder Murder guy either Mm -hmm. so i'm gonna get the fuck out of there okay what does she do (sighs) this is interesting because it's like when are we when are we 
you know what a oh damsels obviously in distress at do no in the point 80s does she cover her breasts of course breasts are a flying um okay i think that she i'm gonna say she runs out as well breast of flying you got the breast of flying correct <laughs> uh and you would be alive she does not run away and she's just like you're crazy get away from me boobs flopping everywhere and billy gets real mad and like kind of like comes towards her she hits him he pulls out a knife stabs her in the gut and then cuts up to her boobs Oof. just so we got another shot of her boobs right uh dead Mr. Sims now hears something in his drunken state in the stockroom. So he goes back to the stockroom and we also see Santa Boots skulking around in the stockroom. Sims comes in. Hello? Hello? Billy Santa with a hammer. Sims looking. (laughs) Hammer smash. Pointy side. Ooh. Yeah, which, you know, I think we've talked about this millions of episodes ago. I prefer pointy side hammer death to blunt side hammer death because I feel like it's quicker. I was going to say, if if it's going to be death for sure, right? probably pointy side. Yeah. But I'm like, if I get to choose a side, I would take blunt side and hope for life. Because it might be life. Yeah, I hear you. So. Uh, I just get an immediate headache when I think about yeah, the no, it's impact. Gonna hurt. It. Yeah, it's going to hurt. Not going to feel good. Hurt, hurt, owies. Like I bumped my head on the fucking Ugh. car door and, or ceiling and I'm like, oh, oh I'm dead. Ow. So yeah. it probably feels just like that. Yeah. Like I know what it feels it, like it, already. Totally. Yeah. So it, I think I can exactly handle it. exactly what it feels like. Yeah. <laughs> so then, so Mr. Sims is dead. Wow. We're really just... Just knocking them out. Knocking them out. Then we're back out in the showroom with uh, Mr. Sims's assistant. And she's wasted too. And she's like, Mr. Sims, come out here. And she's real drunk too. And then all of a sudden, all the lights go out. But all of the Christmas lights go on. So like the train right. or like all of the creepy Christmas toys that like just move their heads and jingle bells. And I'm like, what kind of circuit system is this? Like where all the lights go out, but all these creepy toys go on. (laughs) (laughs) And she's like, Oh, isn't this pretty? And she's like, are you hiding in there? And I'm like, do Mr. Sims and assistant Mr. Sims fuck? I'm pretty sure they have a yearly Christmas fuck for sure. So, she goes back into the stock room and she sees Mr. Sims with pointy side of hammer in his fucking head. Uh-oh. She screams and runs Rips out. Rips her top off. Rips her top straight <laughs> off. She boobs screams and she just flashes her boobs. Yeah. Um, she runs to the front, tries to open the door. It's locked. Ms. Burns. Yes. After you've opened your top and flung your boobs about, <laughs> clearly. I just smush him up against the door and rub him around. <laughs> what do you do? What does she do? 
Okay. What kind of door are we talking? It's like glass So doors? it's like a glass storefront door. Okay. But it's like, you know, they're locked from the inside. Right. That you would probably go out a back door to, to leave. Right. You know right, right, right. So like she probably just doesn't have the keys like on her right then. Right. Because Mr. Sims locked the door because he was like, time to get wasted. Yeah. Okay. Um. Okay. I think she's going to run to the other door. I guess she has to go. I'm assuming it's in the storeroom area or something like out that Probably. way. I'm going to grab a big giant thing like a chair or something that's around and fucking smash through the doors and <clears throat> rip out tits a flying. Perfect. What did she do? <laughs> I'm going to get the fuck out. ASAP um because someone's got a hammer in their head right someone has a fucking uh, hammer in their head hammer no accident you didn't you didn't fall into the no, hammer pointy side not. up <laughs> so um she is going to um is she gonna go hmm Maybe she's going to go back to Mr. Sims and try to get his keys out of his pocket. Uh, she's very drunk, though. That seems like a... Mm. Okay, I think she's just going to run to wherever the other doorway is. One point for you. Break them doors, bitch. Like, just get the fuck out. Uh, she has the beginnings of a smart idea. Uh, Billy Santa hasn't come out yet right. so she runs to the rotary phone to dial 911 oh, okay i considered that but i'm just like you didn't know, know where a phone someone was got murdered, if someone like, got murdered like let me get the fuck out of here yeah, yeah. so she tries to call and i think she gets through because i think i hear her like talking to someone but it's pretty chaotic i couldn't tell if she was like talking to herself in a state of panic or if she had connected because I'm also like it's a rotary phone it takes 25 minutes for the nine right, to go all the way around right, right so Billy at that point comes over uh like we see that he grabs an axe from like the fire safety axe station right. and axes the table like right in front of her she drops the phone she's stunned and takes about Three too many beats before she runs, <laughs> but she runs nonetheless. Because she needs to unbutton her shirt real she quick. She needs to unbutton her shirt real quick. And it's a sweater. There's no button. She, just, she had to rip, oh, yeah. you know, and it was a really well-made sweater because it was the 70s where people were meant to keep things. It wasn't just this sort of like, you know, right. trash fashion type of thing that we're living in right now. So it was really hard to rip open. And, she, and then she's got a bra, which is a back clasp. And then, oh. you know, it was really tough it's to get like those three beats. Out there. Yeah. Right. So three full beats three before full she could run away. Tits of lion. Tits of lion. So now Billy is stalking her through the store. So it's like he's axe drawn, kind of like creeping through the aisles, trying to figure out where she's hiding. Creeps. And he's saying to himself, "Twas the night before Christmas, uh, and all through the house." Look, I'm just gonna say it. I think Billy lost his mind a little bit. He lost his goddamn mind for sure. Then he sees the little Christmas hat that she was wearing through the shelves and mm -hmm. realizes she's hiding on the other side right so he sneaks around the shelf 
axe drawn and thwack! It was a tower of boxes with her goddamn hat on it. Smart. Yeah. So he's like, whoa. All of a sudden, a whole bunch of boxes fall on him because she'd been hiding behind some boxes. He falls over and drops his axe. Ms. Burns, what do you do? And what does that fucking axe and stab forever? Okay. And what does she do? She... I'm going to say she grabs the axe, but runs away. Yes. You already have probable cause that it, this was self-defense. There's three fucking dead bodies in the stock room. So stab forever. Stab forever. Just just fucking axe his balls off. Like, Goodbye. Just do this. Goodbye. Um, she, don't ask me no questions. Don't. <laughs> Goodbye. See ya. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> So she grabs the axe. I was on such a roll today. I don't know. I had to just keep going for it. It ruined it. It reached my limit. So she runs and she goes to axe through the window, through the door. Good job. Okay. Except we then hear Billy yell, stop. And she does. Why? Yeah. Uh Turns around. Billy has a bow and arrow drawn at her. Okay. I wrote, what kind of toy store is this? <laughs> Why are we selling actual 80s. arrow pointy bows and arrows Gotta at this toy archery store? In. Gotta get your archery in. Because he shoots and it stabs her through the abdomen. Damn. Okay. And then, so she's dead. So now we have four dead bodies in the toy store. We've got four dead bodies, Stock three Mandy. pairs of boobs. Yep, exactly. Just trying to keep track. Yeah. Um, she never sent her boobs a flinging, but he definitely stabbed right through them. Wow. You know, shocking. So, That's shocking. It I is. can't believe a woman was on screen without her boobs. I, yeah. Well, you know, she was older and we know that oh, once you hit a certain age, you're right. worthless. True. So your boobs her are boob- no longer her boobs currency. weren't worthy. Right. I see. So then we see Billy hand unlock the door and leave. And then it's just shots of all the creepy toys and dead bodies in the toy store. Yeesh. Now here comes nice nun. Hello. Hello. Ah! <laughs> just freaking out. Like this, I may Whoops. have made a boopsie boo boo. <laughs> now we cut to Carolers singing. And we cut to inside of the house that they're singing outside of. And two teenagers are trying to fuck on a pool table. The boy turns up the radio to drown out the carolers. And then we get our, count them, Sammy's, fourth pair of boobs. Wow. Uh, little girl. Uh, then, so they're making out, laying on the pool table. Boobs are flying. Little girl comes to the top of the stairs. So she, like, can't see them, but she's at the top of the stairs. And she's like, babysitter. Um, when's I want to stay up for Santa? And so, like, girl babysitter is like, uh, no, don't, don't come down here. <laughs> uh, you're, you're being naughty. Oh, if you don't get to no. bed, if you don't get to bed, Santa won't come. And then her boyfriend goes, he's not the only one. Right. Bazinga. <laughs> so the little girl goes back upstairs. 
And the boy then says, two balls in the corner pocket. And I was like, can you just leave? Can you just please get out? I need you to leave. I need you to leave. So they start making out again. And babysitter hears bells jingling. And she's like, oh, I got to go. I got to go let the cat in. So he's like, what? She's like, I have to go upstairs and let the cat in. When he has like a little bell on his collar. And when I hear it, like I have to go let him in. I have to go upstairs. Upstairs. They're in like the rec room, like the pool. Oh, they're in like the basement. Yeah. 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 So she puts on her winter Daisy Dukes, makes a point to put her winter Daisy Duke shorts on. (laughs) I don't know what you mean. Like short shorts? They're short shorts and it is snow outside, (laughs) but no shirt. Just Daisy oh. Dukes, boobs a flying. Oh, gosh. Once the boobs are out, they never they go, never back, go in back in in this movie. She goes back up to the front door, opens it wa- wide for the w- just, come here, little kitty cat. Boobs out everywhere She's in a free the bird. dead of winter calling for the cat, just bearing her boobs for the world to see, just like we all do in the snow She's a liberated woman so i'm with her that yeah so then uh she's looking out the door here comes billy santa with an axe and he's like punish she slams the door in his face okay what do you do what does she do next um i feel like this is i'll a- give you a clue she doesn't put a shirt on <laughs> Well, never. I would never even consider it. <laughs> no, that. consider it. That's, that's ridiculous. Um, I'm going to hold my boobs because that really helps me think. Mm-hmm. I really, mm-hmm. that helps me think. That's a real life thing. That's that very true. Um, okay. I think this is a good time to call 911. I'm going to lock the door. Mm-hmm. Obviously. Okay, wait. So wait, he, okay. He came up to. So it's like. She saw him. Yeah. she. So it's like if there's like six stairs uh, off to the side of the front door that like you would walk up and then like here's the door. Mm-hmm. So she's like looking out the door into the yard and there's the street and she's like kitty cat and he's kind of hiding up the stairs like to the side of the door. So he like comes around and he's like punish like that. And she slams the door. Slams the door in his face. Okay. I'm going to close and lock the doors and um, grab some type of a weapon, mm-hmm. like a knife, all the knives. Mm-hmm. All the knives. And um, I think I think this is a good time to call 911. Okay. And um, go grab my big, big boyfriend. Mm, he's kind of scrawny. Right, well. No judgment. I'm just saying like. I mean, she I'll looks, let him know. Yeah, like Maybe she looks like, as well equipped as something's going on outside. Can you grab some weapons can, with can me? You, can you do anything useful? Yeah, yeah. If could you real quick take your pants off? Yeah, so give me some dick and balls. Yeah, so that we're and even. Carry around some weapons with right. me. Thank you. Until the police come. Yeah. Um, Together we make an outfit. Right. <laughs> All right, Daisy Dukes. You keep your you shirt. Wear shirt. <laughs> you wear your sweater. Yep. Perfect. <laughs> your twist Christmas sweater. Um I she um what does she do? I don't know her. Um Did he come with like an axe? He yeah. Was, 
like okay so he's scary I mean, yes, and also it's a stranger Santa saying "punish" in your. Doorway. I mean, like scary, regardless, yeah. but like scary and creepo or scary, yeah, scary creepo with weapon. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think she slams the door. She screams, and uh, I'm gonna say she calls nine one one too. That's one and a half points. What you did was uh, logical and what a sane person would do. She does scream. The end. Just okay. screams and waits for him to axe the door down. Oh. Oh, great. Uh, then she does run, but straight into like a wall <laughs> and just kind of stands there. Right, 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 like, right, 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 right. Boobs out. Right. and he throws the axe and it misses her right there right and then she kind of tries to like run but sammy's that was in quotation marks and he grabs her throws her over his shoulder screaming bloody murder and i'm like where is the boyfriend? Where is the boyfriend? Like there are so many different types of emergency sounds that he's now heard. <laughs> like just pick one. And uh, he he lifts her over shoulder yelling punish. And he then slowly stabs her onto the antlers of a taxidermy deer wow. head in the den and she puts up ugh, not no much fight. of a fight, lots of screaming, lots of boobs. Um, and he strategically placed her so that like her boobs were still just perfectly intact. Uh, but she was impaled on a deer head. And so the moral of that story is one more reason to not hunt and taxidermy innocent, <laughs> sweet little animal heads onto your wall. Yeah. Your own fault. Because this is what happens. <laughs> So boyfriend is now we cut to boyfriend downstairs and he's playing pool and annoyed. Uh, (laughs) Then we realize that like he had turned up the the music. music, Okay. I guess. But yeah. Yeah. Um, Because those darn carolers. Those darn carolers. So he he's annoyed. Like, where the fuck is she? I'm trying to, you know, dick some halls here. And. He's like, I'm going to go upstairs. He puts his shirt on to go upstairs. Great. What the fuck? (laughs) 80s. What the fuck? That doesn't even make sense. (laughs) So he goes up to the top of the stairs and the cat is there like so scared. And it broke my heart. Like he was just like cowering in the corner, like meowing. Like I didn't like what just happened. So boyfriend sees that the door is axed open and he goes into the study but like kind of walks past her like is looking the opposite direction of where she's right you know hung on the wall and he's like if this is some kind of joke i'm gonna kill her what the fuck the fuck dude fuck you motherfucker so then he (laughs) turns and sees her shish shish kebabbed on the deer head and screams 
Billy Santa then jumps out and jumps the boyfriend. The boyfriend like kind of gets away and is pushed aside and grabs a fire poker. Question number whatever. What do you do? What does he do? (laughs) Why is this happening? (laughs) What is going on? (laughs) Okay. Oh, my headphones. (laughs) Oh, boy. Wow. What's happening? I don't know. Ketrin's having a real tough time, you guys. Okay. She just had another microphone <laughs> falling on her head situation. Okay. Losing her pen, losing oh, everything. All right, I'm back. So um, uh, he, I mean, I hit and stabbed forever with the fire poker. Okay. What? I don't know what. <sighs> what does he do? I don't know how that wouldn't be what he does. But it doesn't feel like that's what he does. Because it doesn't feel like this guy's the hero of the movie. <laughs> Surprise! <laughs> Nameless asshole <laughs> is the, the winner. Like it seems like he's more likely to die in this one. <laughs> but like, what else are you going to do with that we've never been introduced to. <laughs> All right. I do think he swings at him but somehow Billy wins he attempts yeah he is okay he hits him in the head and he falls over down the stairs Billy does yeah okay and so then uh this dude runs to the phone and dials 911 here's where you win and he doesn't he didn't hit him forever. forever. Again, you it's always like stab forever. forever. And again, like if you're worried about the American justice system, there's a woman hung from deer antlers. Like it was <laughs> self-defense. Like your your door is axed open. Your cat is terrified. Like you'll be fine. You hit forever. Your cat will testify on your behalf. Yes, of course. <laughs> So, uh, Billy, obviously. Everyone ever tries to attack me, they better watch the fuck out because they're dead. They're dead. They're just dead. Yeah. And I just got I'm you a sorry. meat tenderizer for your she did for housewarming my, gift. She gave so. me a meat tenderizer for my housewarming yeah. gift. And Kim is the only person that for whom I would buy a meat tenderizer knowing full well she will <laughs> never use it to tenderize meat. Oh, no. No. Ever. <laughs> so, Billy obviously wakes up grabs him as he's calling 911 and pushes him down and kind of like you know there's some scuffling pushes him up against the tree and he's just like punish and then Billy who is an equal opportunities kind of dude rips his shirt open okay and I was like okay like now I don't feel as angry at you ripping the shirt open of the ladies because you rip the gentleman's he shirt open to see too. Nipples. He needs to, he loves some nipples. Got to get the nipples yeah. for the kill. Yeah. So he rips the shirt open and then throws him out the window through the glass and we see boyfriend laying in the yard with a giant shard of glass Oof. through his entire abdomen and forehead. Owies. So then we hear in the house Santa? Oh no! I forgot about babysitter yeah. being 
<laughs> girl. Yeah. <laughs> so then it's a little girl. She was babysitting. And she doesn't give a shit about the state of the house. She just sees Santa, Santa and she's like, where am I present, bitch? And Billy turns slowly towards her and says, have you been good or have you been naughty? This little girl is smart because she says, good. <laughs> right on. And he's like, you haven't done anything naughty. And we see that he's nope. going for a box cutter in his like side pocket. And she's like, nope, I'm awesome. And Good for you, girl. Yeah. She's like, I'm no fool. <laughs> so he hands her the box cutter full of blood. And she's like, thank you. Interesting. She's confused. He smiles, walks away with an axe out the broken door. And then we hear the little girl calling for her babysitter. And I'm like, she's too old to not get what's happening. <laughs> like, she's like eight. Okay. And like, things look in disarray. Like, she knows that Santa doesn't take an axe to your front door, that he comes down the chimney and leaves very little evidence behind. So something is already amiss, even in the lore of childhood fantasy. Yeah, but I think in that you call for your babysitter, that, that is the first instinct. I hear you. She just she hasn't didn't... seen a dead person yet. So she's like, um, she hasn't seen a dead person yet. You're right. Andrea. You're right. Yeah. Andrea. I wonder what her name is. Um, cut to two cops in a car saying how funny it is that they have to go pick up Santa on Christmas Eve. So it's not clear, but one of the 911 calls went through like either okay. Mrs. Sims assistant Perhaps the nun maybe right, called right. when she got there, you know, something. So there are two cops or maybe multiple ones got through because they're like, there's a Santa going around killing people. So they pull up to a house because they see a Santa climbing up a ladder and into the window of the second floor of a house. So they fucking bust into the front door and there's like a mom sitting on the couch like, Woo! And they run upstairs and there's Santa standing over a little girl's bed about to freeze. Santa turns. Little girl wakes up and she's like, dad. <laughs> and it's just like some dad in a Santa suit trying to be like, like a cute dad. Merry Christmas. Right. And the cops are like, ah, Christmas shenanigans. <laughs> now we cut to. Billy Santa walking down a dark street and he hears sirens coming up behind him. So he hides in the brush. Looks very similar to like the brush he hid in as a child. And he waits till they pass. And then he continues going in the same direction that the car was driving. Now we cut to two teenagers sledding. At night, I wrote, question mark, question mark down a hill with lots of trees so already my sort of safety is the, <laughs> the sirens are going off i mean we did go sledding like into cars again on lunch chase our childhoods were different no you and i as college no students. but there there were not like it wasn't like through a dense forest where like you could easily just run straight smack into a fucking tree there was nothing else would around have if there were tree if there were trees I would have put up a bit of a protest. I don't think you would have. 
It's true. I was drunk. I wouldn't have. Anyway. <laughs> you were way more fun back then. <laughs> I'm so old. Okay. So two teenagers and the teenager number one is like, look at this hill. Virgin. Meaning like virgin snow. And the other teenager is like the only kind you'll ever get. I was like, <laughs> okay. So this kid'll only fuck virgins or <laughs> yeah. like he's a like what do you didn't deliver. See yourself out, sir. <laughs> so kid one sits down on the sled and hesitates. And kid number two is like, You afraid? And then other lame put downs. And kid number one tells kid number two, he's like, No, I just feel like someone's watching. And he's like, like Santa's elves? That's just your imagination. If you had one. What the fuck is he's this like, kid? The worst putter downer <laughs> ever. Like, I don't know how he got to bully status with these lame put downs. So then all of a sudden, two older dudes pop out from behind a tree. And they're like, we're taking your sleds. And they're supposed to be like older kids. But they were approximately 30 each. <laughs> right. And kid two is like, oh, yeah, you're going to steal our sleds? I want to grow up to be just like you. <laughs> ugly and stupid. Burn. <laughs> I'm like, you want to grow up to be ugly and stupid? Why? Why do you want to grow up to be that? So they punch him in the stomach and they tell kid number one and two to like run away. And then the 30-something-year-old children are like, we got sleds now! <laughs> so then 30-year-old dick number two is like, get, like sits on the sled and he's like, what if I hit a tree? And 30-year-old dick number one is like, just go! And so 30-year-old dick number two starts heading down and he's like, yeah, cool. Now the other guy gets on the sled and out jumps Billy Santa from behind a tree as he's sledding down. Now we see the first kid who was already down there. He's like, here he comes. (laughs) And sees that there's a body on a sled without a head. And he's like, oh my God. And then the head comes tumbling after. Oof. And he just stands there and screams. Uh, I didn't ask a question for that because I was like, I don't know, you're sledding and then uh, headless kid. I don't know. Like, I I think that's the appropriate reaction. Just stand there and and scream scream. forever. Yeah. You just scream forever. Yeah. You're just like, "Ah, yeah. And like at no point, like you couldn't have seen, you couldn't possibly seen that he, that a murder rampaging Santa was going to chop your head off. So it's, uh, so now we cut to a police station. And a detective is walking up and sees that nice nun is asleep on a bench and he wakes her up at this moment. I don't know why I wrote this, but at this moment I was like, where is Ricky? The little brother. Like I didn't understand like why he wasn't really like coming into the equation at all. So, but anyway, because if Billy is like 18 is that what we're thinking yeah then Ricky's so still like uh, he's a, still in the orphanage I guess kid. yeah so I just it yeah so sister wakes up and she's like any news and the detective is like all bad sister three <laughs> more murders last night and he's like 
Santa's been avoiding my men all night. He's not stupid. And Nice Nun goes, no, he's not stupid when you understand what he's gone through. And then Detective says, well, I don't know. Maybe we could predict his next move if we know what he's gone through. And then Nice Nun says, oh, my Lord. Kim, <laughs> what is Billy's next move? Let's see. Um, He is going to punish the naughties. Which, um, the only thing I can think of is he is going to, I have one idea. I'm just trying to think out if there's any other options, Mm -hmm. but I'll just go with my gut. Um, I'm going to say he's heading towards, uh, mother soup. To punish her. Yep. Good. He's headed to the orphanage. So cut to orphanage. All the kids are opening their presents. So at this point, it's Christmas Day. Yeah. So uh, opening their presents. And then we see like one little girl has like kind of wandered into like the office where the phone is. And she's like holding the phone up to like her doll's ear. (laughs) And then just is like talking into the phone. I'm thank you, Santa, for me. I'm a doll and I'm blah, blah, blah. (laughs) And then rather than hanging up the phone, she just puts it down. (laughs) So now we see that it's off the hook. Cut to uh, the police station where the detective is like trying to call the orphanage and the line's busy right cut to cops all over being rerouted to like all head to the orphanage and we're in the car of like clearly the cop that's the closest because we see him like make a u-turn so now we cut to the orphans and they're all going outside to play and they're all playing outside and then we see santa crossing the street towards the children the kids see santa walking up love santa and are like yay we get to thank him personally for our presence here comes cop that made the u-turn approaching the orphanage he sees the kids he sees santa walking towards them Mm -hmm. gets out of the car aims to shoot and says freeze Santa doesn't freeze. He just lunges towards a kid. Officer, shoot Santa. Another nun comes out, shoes all the kids inside. Cop approaches the body. Now we're with nice nun and detective, and they're in the car, and they hear over the radio, a man dressed as Santa was shot and killed. And they're like, oh, we got him. Uh approximately 50 year old man blah 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 Mm. this many pounds and it's an old man and nice nun is like oh my god that's fucking father who's he what he dresses up as santa Santa. for the kids and she's like he didn't freeze when the cop said freeze because he's fucking deaf and i'm like well then how the fuck was he listening to the kids present wishes (laughs) that's what i want to know can't even fucking hear them asking for a goddamn easy bake oven, okay? So um, the detective tells the cop that was there, he's like, stay there because Billy is still on the way, says nice nun who's with me. Cop on the scene 
is talking to Mom Soup. Mom Soup is now in a wheelchair. And she's given this cop a real talking to. And uh, the cop tells Mom Soup to not let anyone in that she doesn't recognize. Uh, and he starts casing the perimeter of the orphanage. Cut to the kids and the nuns waiting in like the living room of the orphanage. And Mom Soup tells Ricky hmm. to get her pitch pipe. And so he brings her pitch pipe over and she says to like another nun, like, oh, he's such a good boy. Nothing like his brother. And Ricky brings the pitch pipe over. She blows a pitch and all the kids start singing uh, Deck the Halls or some shit in a totally different pitch than what she blew. But (laughs) neither here nor there. So now we cut back to the cop casing the joint. And we see as the audience like a door kind of slightly ajar that's like kind of blowing in the Mm -hmm. wind. He doesn't see it and he's trying other doors and they're all locked. He then sees the door that we saw ajar and it appears to be like a shed. And so he starts walking over to it with his gun mildly drawn, Uh, you know, clearly not fully understanding that this is an emergency the door blows open from the wind we look and we see that through the door is stairs down to a gross creepy underground what do you do what does he do you're a cop but i still want to stay alive yeah Um, i would imagine most cops would prefer being alive that's true um I am going to close and lock that door and wait for backup. Okay, what does he do? I think he goes down. You were fucking Christmas killing it, Miss Burns. Happy birthday to you. So, yeah, (laughs) he goes into the underground rickety old chamber of sorts. And I wrote septic system, water tank well like, like what just, is this it's just <laughs> yeah. old dingy place not sure but a lot of a lot of places for people to hide and it's like dark and I just felt like I wanted his like gun like confidently drawn like I wanted some fucking Molder and scully type going <laughs> around corners and he just seemed a little too lackadaisical about it right so um looking around I wrote gun only drawn sometimes nothing so he heads back up the stairs and he kind of stands at the threshold of the door looking out over the orphanage grounds (gasps) punish he of course is axed in the chest at the top of the stairs and topples down right right, we could have seen this yeah I mean I did back to the singing babes oh La fa la 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 deck the halls and shit. <laughs> I don't know why I couldn't come up with the Christmas carol just then. <laughs> and instead came up with all of them. So then we cut to a and snow. And shit is my favorite one. <laughs> yeah. I love that deck Christmas the halls carol. And shit. So then we cut to a snowman outside and we just see like a bloody axe and Billy wielding the axe, cutting off the head of the snowman. Yeah. Then we cut to a little boy singing Deck the Halls and shit, and he looks out the door window, and he sees Santa coming to the door, waving at him. 
And so the little boy like runs to let him in. Because remember, the cop said, don't let anyone in that you don't recognize. But you know Santa. Yeah. One important thing to say is like Billy has had like the beard pulled down under his chin. So you can like very clearly see his face as opposed to it being like under his nose. Yeah. And so the little kid lets him in. Mother Superior is in a wheelchair. So like she can't get around like to run to him. So the little kid lets him in and Billy walks in the door with the little kid and his hand around his shoulders. And the other another little girl is like, Mom Soup, it's Santa. And Mom Soup just starts saying, there is no Santa Claus over and over, like staring straight at Billy. There is no Santa Claus. Billy draws his axe punish and brings it down shot in the back (gasps) right as he's about to kill mom soup cop and nice nun come in the door behind him bang bang shoot in the in the back Hmm. he falls to the ground grabs mother's mom soup's arm and nice nun comes over as he's dying and billy says you're safe now. Santa is gone. And he dies. Mm. Then the camera is on little Ricky, his brother. Uh-oh. Little Ricky slowly and angrily turns to mom soup and says, Naughty. <gasps> the end that was so fun it was so silly and so fun (laughs) and so many unnecessary boobs uh oh 80s got my point okay hey sammies can't get enough of us god you're so greedy jeez come join us over at our patreon where we have Tons more Kim and Cat for you. Yeah, come get some bone con. That's bonus content. We've got t-shirts. We've got videos with research and fun shit. What else we got? We've got home games so you can play along. Exclusive poll voting things. <laughs> and we have exclusive <laughs> content that you can't get anywhere else. So join us and become an official Sammy at our website, www.kimandcatstayalive.com. You can find Patreon and any of our links on social media at KK Sam Podcast, or just go straight to patreon.com. Search for us there. We'd love to have you. Can't wait to see you, Sammies. Goodbye. Happy birthday to you, Ms. Burns, because yeah. I think this was your highest motherfucking percentage score ever. Oh, my God. First of all, bitch, you got eight out of 10 dead or alive. <laughs> Yay. And then you got 12.5 out of 15 on the question. Holy shit. Which brings you to 20.5 out of 25. Oh, my God. Holy I told you this is my best year yet. It's, that is impressive. Woo, I'm just going to rip my shirt off and run around hey, <laughs> um yeah so that was that was great and there are literally i think f- five sequels <laughs> and i saw so this was uh, this was really hard to find i was oh, really oh my god it was so hard to find so like i obviously try shutter first it's 
wasn't on Shutter, but part two through five right, were yeah. on Shutter. Then I tried Amazon and it's there and it was like, this title is temporarily not available. Oh, no. So then I tried YouTube and it was just the trailer over and over again. Then I tried Vudu, which it says it's on, but I couldn't get it on my TV app. I had, so I had to watch it on my computer for $3.99 from Vudu uh-huh. with like a split screen of like me typing and the movie right next <laughs> to it. But it took me like 40 minutes to find it. It was so oh my weird. Gosh. Which is strange because I feel like this it's is Christmas a staple time. Christmas time yeah. title. Yeah, it's weird. So anyway, if anyone's trying to watch it, that's that's how I found it. I'm wondering if maybe like the Amazon, like this title is not available right now. Like maybe there was an issue or something. Yeah, it's been like that day or something. But yeah. So that was. Wow, that was so fun. Thank you to our patrons for picking this. I know. It was great. Um, And we have some uh, major postmortems that I want to do for this. Actually, I think it's just everyone's Catholic school experience that I want to know about. (laughs) So if you want to let us know about your Catholic school experience and things about nuns and shit. Uh, do that and then join our Patreon so you can watch it. So um, I guess that's it. So yeah, um, you can email us at kksampodcast at gmail.com. Mm-hmm. You can follow us on social media at kksampodcast. And uh, um, you can join our Patreon by clicking on the link from our website. And happy birthday, Burns. Thank you so much. And thank you to all the Sammies that wished me happy birthday. Yes. I appreciate it. This has been Kim and Kat's Day Live. Maybe. So until next week. Stay alive. Put a ghost in me. I'm done. done. <laughs> <laughs>